into history, zoology, and stories for kids. Let's get started. Hi everyone, let's continue the story. So these people, these pilgrims, knew there were native people coming. Knew there that there would be native people in the new world. Two native people came came to them. One of them, named Squanto, came to them and said, Much welcome, pilgrims. The pilgrims were surprised that they knew how to speak in English, just like them. Squanto explained that when he was young, he was captured by some Englishmen as, as captives. So he learned how, how to how to speak in English. The other native also learned to speak in English because he learned it from, from the explorers who came to the new world before them. So they told they told the pilgrims that they that their chief chief Massasoit was going to see them with some men. So the people brought some butter and some maybe some milk. So Chief Massasoit would be happy. So it's like an for an offering. So so then they became friends. The pilgrims were very thankful that God had had helped them helped them to to the through the hard times and he had provided them with good neighbors some food and clean water and nice houses so they decided to come together and uh, and have a thanksgiving feast they invited chief massasoit and all the other natives since there weren't enough food for everyone, so the natives, so the natives hunted some turkey, which was how the turkey was in, was involved to Thanksgiving. So they all had a wonderful feast together. Years later. A woman decided that everyone should celebrate Thanksgiving in a certain day, usually in 26th of November. She wrote some letters to the president until the president finally declared Thanksgiving as a holiday to be celebrated in at November 26th. And people would gather together to have a feast with turkey or chicken. Well, now we're going to see how we can make a nice turkey painting for Thanksgiving. Keep listening. Hi. Wanna know what wanna know what other podcasts you can listen to? You can listen to Kids Bible Stories. Or you can listen to science podcasts 
tumble or brains on. You can also listen to to a story a story podcast called What If World. Let's continue to our to to our art project. Welcome back. So, the first thing you'll need to make your to make your turkey is some paper or maybe some place where you can draw or paint or color. Take that out right now. Take some paints and some paint brushes and also some water to rinse out the paint. And don't forget to clean your hands after doing so. First, get some red and uh, red paint and and start painting your palms thoroughly. Make sure you get every single part of that palm. Then, use some orange paint to paint a little bit of your fingers. But don't paint the whole finger. You're going to put some orange on the tip of the finger. Keep doing that thoroughly. Then, finally, use some yellow paint to use some yellow paint to paint the tip of your fingers. Next, spread put out your hand. Make sure your pointer, your middle finger Make sure your thumb is spread out widely. Then press it onto a piece of paper or any place. Or any place you can draw or any place you can paint. Then it will be a good turkey. Then once it has dried, you can make an eye, a beak, maybe some maybe some wings and also add some feet. Then you have a turkey. If you don't have any paint, you can also use color pen, color pencils. Oh, and make and when you're done using the paint, don't forget to wash your hands with soap. So, if you want to use color pencil, put your hand on the piece of paper. Then, after that, take pencil then draw dry around your hand the position of your hand should be should be exactly the same one as the one you would use for painting when you're done when you're done use a marker to outline the pen the pencil so it will look a lot better then with color pencils, you can color your turkey any way you want. Then add some wings, eyes, a beak, some feet, and then you're all done. You can write down anything you're thankful for in the middle of the turkey. Then you can have a thank a thank you wall 
and paste it on the wall. Make more for your for every single member of your family. Tell, tell them to write down what they're thankful for and paste it on your thank you wall. Now, let's hear let's let's keep reading Mr. Lemon song. Hey kids, here's the mystery sound. Listen very carefully. below. Make sure to mention your name and where you're from. Then you can ask you can ask a question or a suggestion or you can read us a book that you create, a story that you created or maybe have or maybe you have a guess of one of our mystery sounds. Send all of those in the so send all of those using voice messages. Mr. Lemonsell's Great Library Race, Chapter 6. Dinner was delicious, wouldn't you agree? Said Mr. Lemoncello, standing at the head of, a, of the very long table. The 40 or 50 kids and parents in the dining room applauded. The chefs and surfing staff took a bow. All right, said Mr. Lemoncello. Parents and guardians, or security, our security guards, Clarence and Clement, will escort you next door to the Retro Arcade, where you may play Space Invaders, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and all the games of your youth for free in a game center that looks, and more important, smells exactly like the mall arcades you grew up in. Yeehaw! Angus Harper's father as he led the stampede of adults out of that dining room. After they were gone, Mr. Lemoncello addressed his young trustees. I hereby declare this meeting of the Lemoncello Library Board of Trustees officially open. I also do declare, he added in a genteel southern accent. I love lemon chiffin pie. Now then, as you may have noticed, Julie of the Wolves isn't here tonight, and neither is Dr. Sinkenko. Julie is on a shelf at the library, and Dr. Z is on Domodedovo, Russia. where she is celebrating her mother's birthday with pickled fish, fried pickled fish, fried cabbage dumplings, and a birthday pie. Kyle looked around the table. His friends from school, 
Akimi, Sierra, Miguel, and Andrew were there. Of course, but not all of the members of the board of trustees could fly to Ohio for every meeting. It looked like maybe 20 other library Olympics had made the trip, including Abia Suleiman, a very serious girl wearing a hijab, Diane Capriola from Georgia, Stephanie Youngerman from Idaho, and Pranav P.Y. from California. Kyle looked back to Mr. Lemonson. He couldn't wait to hear the big announcement. He hoped it was a new game. Something exciting as the Olympics or the escape game. Marjorie, Mar, Mary, Marjorie Mulder sends her regrets, Mr. Lamentello said, making Kyle wait even longer to hear the big announcement. Apparently, they needed help, her help organizing the magazine racks at the Library of Congress. Speaking of tidying things up, I would like to personally recommend local local board members Miguel Fernandez and Andrew Pickleman, who earlier this week helped us with some archival items in the library's basement. More applause. Why'd you guys organize down there? Kyle asked Miguel, who was sitting next beside him. Just some papers and junk from the early days of Mr. Lemoncello's career, said Miguel. And now, for the first item on my agenda, and also in my hands, Mr. Lemoncello held up what looked like a shiny black shoebox, a cluster of stubby antennas and strobing LEDs were arrayed along the top. Several gyrating satellite dishes, the size of quarters, were rotated on the sides. For those of you joining us from out of town who did not witness last week's stunning demonstration of the, at the library, I wanted to quickly introduce you to our layers funny honeyfication device, the non-fictionator. Chef, tell them how it works. Mr. Raymond, the newly appointed chief imaginator, stood up. Mr. Raymond, the newly the box of the box Mr. Lamentello is currently holding in his hands is of course a portable, less powerful unit than the non-fictionator at the library, which is supported by a massive network of mainframe computers. The box also operates as a universal remote, said Mr. Lamentello, tapping a red button on its side. The lights dimmed. He thumbed a scroll. Violin music rolled out of the ceiling's speakers. He scrolled again. And every and somewhere, a popcorn popper started popping. It can, it can control every electronic device in the house. Simple in fair technology, actually, said Mr. Raymond modestly. 
Now, Simon's turn on Gonzalo, I will use the device to dial up a holographic interactive and very attractive Supreme Court Justice Oliver Oliver Wendell J Holmes Jr. He will at sported a bushy walrus mustache and wore a starched shirt with a stiff collar that stood straight up. Now, if it pleases, now if it pleases the court, Mr. Lemoncello said to the hologram, will you kindly administer our super duper double pinky secrecy oath? Justice Holmes turned to the dip gathered around the table. Please rise, raise your right hand, and repeat after me. All the guests stood. I, insert your name. Everybody said, I, and added their names. Except Mr. Lemoncello. He said, I, insert your name. The former Supreme Court Justice cleared his throat, disapproving. All right. Luigi Libretto Lemoncello, Justice Holmes continued, Do solemnly swear or affirm that I will never reveal any of the secrets I am privy to as a member of this esteemed board of trustees, cross my heart and hope to die, stick a booger in my eye. When all the trustees quit giggling, they repeated the oath. Mr. Lemoncello, off the non-fictionator. Justice Holmes disappeared. Since you are all dully and officially sworn to secrecy, said Mr. Lamentello, how'd you like a sneak peek at what I will what I hope will be my games company's the game company's biggest hit this holiday season? But remember, it's a secret. Even Santa doesn't know about it yet. Well, kids, before we continue to Chapter 7, let's get into our mystery stand. But before that, I want to tell you about next episode's, next episode's new activity season. We're going to be mentioning mentioning quote, a famous quote by, by a famous person at the end of every episode starting from the next. Well, here's the mystery sound again.
kids? Well, the answer is me making an airplane, a paper airplane. Well, now let's get back to Mr. Lemoncello and read and read chapter seven. Right now, said Mr. Lemoncello, the tremendous holographic magic of the non-fiction year only works inside the library or here in this extremely expensive portable unit. But, Mr. Lamentella let everybody hang in suspense for a few seconds. Finally, when Kyle thought he might burst, Mr. Lamentella tapped the remote button on top of the non-fictionator box. A giant flat screen TV brightened inside the wall behind him. This November, he announced, just in time for the holiday shopping season, we will introduce what would be a real game changer of a game. The fantabulous floating emoji. It's like charades, except the clues are given by 3D emoticons projected over the board by the magic holographic eye. A computer generated an animation of the game appeared on the TV screen. There was a trail of spaces winding around the edges of the board. An emerald green disc sat in center between stacks of red, green, blue, and yellow cards. Choose a category, said Mr. Lemonzolo. On the screen, an animated yellow card flipped over and to reveal classic children's books. Suddenly, a three-dime a three-dimensional rotating plate of spaghetti completed with a twirling fork floated over the board. That is so cool, said Pranav. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, guessed Andrew. Mr. Lemoncello honked like a goose. Sorry, incorrect. Next emoji. A rotating apple appeared next to the spaghetti. Johnny a plus a pl Johnny a plusied Italian Johnny a plusied Italian grandmother. Sorry, Johnny Appleseed's Italian grandmother. Guessed Akimi. Everyone sort of looked at her. Mr. Lemoncello goose goose honked again. A third emoji appeared over uh, over the board. A fuzzy bug. Finding the worm by Mark Goldblatt, said Sarah hesitantly. This time, Mr. Lemonzello just shook his head. The fourth, the fourth and fifth 3D emojis simulationly materialized over the game board. A hamburger and a log. The very hungry caterpillar, shouted Kyle. Ding, 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 said Mr. Lemoncello. We have a winner. Yes, Kyle arm pumped in triumph. Way to go, bro, said Miguel. Mr. Lemoncello bopped the button on his boxy controller and the screen went blank. 
We are all set to begin production next week so that this holiday season, kids everywhere can bring home their own hologram projector at a reasonable price. It's so cheap, even my family could have afforded it. And we were so poor, we used to eat cereal with a fork to save money on the milk. Everybody laughed. Thank you, said Mr. Lemoncello. I'm here all week. He brandished a roll-up tube of blueprints. And these are the incredible elastic new game's complete design schematics. He bent down and pulled back the rug to reveal a floor safe. Should I not be able, for whatever reason, to fulfill my duties as head of the imaginary factory, I want you, my trusty, my trusted trustees, to pick up the torch and carry on. Not that I want you to burn these blueprints to make a torch, mind you, because you will need them to build the board game. You will also need to know the combination to this floor safe. Kindly keep it a secret too, for it is the same series of randoms of random letters I use all the time. R right, E left, A right, D left. That's right. There's nothing left. It's just read. The key to unlocking everything in the universe. Across the table, Catherine Kelly was writing the combination down in her small notebook. Kyle didn't need to. He could memorize four letters. Heck, everybody could. So much for fun and games, said Mr. Lemoncello. Let's move on to the next item on our agenda. Mr. Lemoncello Library Business. Sarah, Pranad, and Andrew clapped. Kyle wanted to play, play another round of the of fantabulous floating emoji or hear the exciting announcement Mr. Lemoncello had promised he was going to make. Library business sounded boring. It's time for my major announcement, said Mr. Lemoncello. Woohoo, thought Kyle. So much for being bored. It was showtime. To thank you for all your dedicated service, said Mr. Lemoncello, I have created a brand new board members only board game without a board. Kyle leapt out of his seat. Yes! He pumped both fists over his head. Everybody else just stared at him. Sorry, Kyle sat back down. No need to apologize, Mr. Keeley, exclaimed Mr. Lemoncello, for I am for I am excited as you are. Now then, where was I? Ah, yes, my dining room. But this game will take you far, far away from here. And if you win, it will take you even farther on a tour of libraries all across North America. Kyle was super excited. Was super excited. He and his family had never really done much traveling, except to Disney World one. Disney World once. Oh, they'd also been to Cheddar Point, an amusement park in, Aho- in Ohio. Kyle tried to forget that trip. 
his older brother Curtis had thrown up on one of the corkscrew roller coaster. Kyle was in the seat in front of him. What's this new game called? asked Hakimi. Before he replied, Mr. Lemoncello struck a finger pointed to the sky post, just like his statue in the fountain, in the lobby of the library. Only there wasn't any water spurting, spurting from out of his mouth. Mr. Lemoncello's fabulous fact-finding frenzy. Angus Harper's hand shot up. Yes, Angus? Are you sure it's a game, sir? Finding facts sounds like sounds an awful sounds an awful lot like homework, like an whole like a homework assignment. Oh, it's a game, all right," said Mr. Lemoncello. "Perhaps the most challenging one any of you will ever play. That's why the prize the prize is so amazing, and why only ten of you." Will even have a chance of winning it. Well, that's it for our story today, kids. Now, we're now we're going to tell we're going to talk a little bit about what some of what some of you what some of our um. Three other of my board of trustees, same as Mr. Lemoncello, has got to say about what they're thankful for. Keep listening. Hi everyone! It's raining, so please mind the rain. Okay. So three of three other three. Of the members of, of my board of trustees, they are Olive, Lena, and Lacey. Olive said that she's thankful for books for her to learn and study. She's a bookworm. And Lena said that she's thankful for fun entertainments. And Lacey said that she's thankful. To have a nice house while it's raining. Well, that's it for today, kids. We're going to start our our famous quote season in our next on our next episode. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Bye.